Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. All right, <clears throat> moving on with the halachot of Akshalat Kelim. Thank you very much. <laughs> Before a person koshers the vessel through uh, dipping it in boiling water, he needs to clean it first. Because the, the boiling water is pulls out any of the flavors that are absorbed and stuck to the pot. Aval the boiling water does not clean the well, the remnants that is left or stuck onto the pot. Someone who dips his pot in boiling water before uh, and he didn't actually clean it first, he has to clean it then re-dip it. The handles of the kelim also need to be kosher, even though technically they're handles and they're not meant, they're not used to cook anything. With metal vessels, when the when the actual body of the of the of the pot becomes hot, so too the heat transfers from the body of the pot through metal uh, uh, into the handles. And if that handle of the pot reached a, a, a hot enough level of Yad Soledet Bo that you can't even hold it, then the whole Kli is Isur Vekulo Tzarich Echshir. Gam Yediot Me'et Tzarich Lechshir. Even if the handles are made out of wood, you need to kosher it. Ve'af She'enal Mitcham Emot Kol Kach, even if they don't get that hot. Because sometimes the um, the dish uh, uh, squirts onto the uh, the handle, and now the flavor gets absorbed in the handle. Omnam, however, since the usage and what is absorbed on uh, in these handles is not like the actual. Um, uh, you know, uh, food that is in the actual klirishon that is sitting on the fire. If all you need to do to kosher these handles is pouring from a uh, a klirishon, and that is must speak. When it's possible to uh, disassemble the handles from the pots, then there are those people that say. That you should separate them, clean them, and then dip them separately. Instead of this, you could also clean around it with soap. And by doing so, now you know that any of the leftover grease or crumbs of, of treif or uh, non-kosher that needs to be kosher has now become pagum, become spoiled. <coughs> Similarly, if a, a certain vessel has a lot of 
um, nooks and crannies, a lot of holes and little small spaces. That he can't really take all the, the food that is stuck there out. What you should do is you should clean it very well with soap. So you know that everything that's in there, that's stuck in there, has become spoiled. And that's when you then dip the kli into the water. Last point he says here. Dipping your vessel into boiling water to kosher, it must be done, must be carried out with a bigger vessel. You need to have a big enough vessel sitting on the, on the fire, boiling, so that you can put your pots in it. You can't actually use that, um, the, the, the vessel itself, um, because we're worried because, uh, it's not big enough. You know, it, it could be, um, the, the, the Tam Ha'isur, he writes here. So therefore, what happens when you don't have a big enough vessel? Fill up the pot that you want to kosher with water and boil it. Then you put in a smaller item inside the, uh, the, uh, the, the big kli. Then you put in the smaller kli. Basically, then the water spills over the big kli, okay, and then covers everything that is, uh, that is around. Okay, so those are, that's the strategy to, to, uh, to kosher a big pot that cannot fit into something bigger, uh, when, when, when we need to be, uh, we need to be kosher. Okay, we'll stop here and we'll continue tomorrow.